Well, the Big D is back with an NFC West edition on the uh, interwebs today. Before I tell you what I think happens in the NFC West this year, please drop a like and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page, Champions League, baseball, football, basketball, golf next week with the U.S. Open. Oof. Also, check out the Big D podcast for all of uh, audio listeners on Spotify and Apple. So uh, last week, AFC West. Today, the NFC West. And what this has been a wonky division of late. I mean, there have been great time rivalries. I mean, for a few years, that 49ers Seahawks rivalry was one of the best in football. Arizona won the division with Carson Palmer, Bruce Arians. Then LA won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Now, might be San Francisco's division, but who knows? I mean, Seattle, the Rams should certainly not be giving up. LA and uh, Arizona might be interesting for what happens in April more than what happens this year. But um, start with San Francisco and uh, oh, it seems like the four hours get close to the Super Bowl, but just can't make it. I mean, the Niners have played in three of the last four. NFC Championship games. One time they beat Green Bay and got to the Super Bowl in Miami, but couldn't beat Mahomes. <laughs> if you can. And of course, it's a couple of years they've lost NFC Championship games, blew a lead against uh, Stafford Cup and the Rams, and then didn't really have a prayer without a healthy quarterback against Eagles. But San Francisco looks ready and rumble to see him. Obviously, the big question is how will Brock Purdy be? Because the Niners gave a lot for Trey Lance a couple years ago. I don't think Trey Lance looks like a Kyle Shannon quarterback. So I think Brock Purdy would be fine. I mean, yes, he's coming off TJ and Tommy John, but this is different than Jacob DeGrom. Sorry, New Texas Rangers. Sorry for all the MLB pitchers, but Brock Purdy should be fine. I mean, Carson Palmer underwent the same surgery and still played really well for the Arizona Cardinals several years ago. And Purdy's not really a guy who relies on arm strength. He relies on tough accuracy, touch passes, and mobility. So he's got enough mobility and accuracy. Well, even if the arms may be a little... Walking the first week or two, I think he'll be fine. But uh, when I look at Brock Purdy, he's like that seventeen-year-old with the hot, with the hot Corvette or the hot McLaren race car because his job is simply don't wreck the car. I mean, the San Francisco 49ers have got everything. They've got probably the best running back, and certainly the best dual-purpose running back in football, and Christian McCaffrey running. Catch it, and sometimes, if need be, throw it. I mean, Christian McCaffrey can do anything. And it seemed like the Niners offense took a major step forward. I mean, no respect to Elijah Mitchell, but Christian McCaffrey's a different sort of cat. I mean, few guys can do what McCaffrey can. And now with a full offseason, full training camp, I, Lord knows what he's going to do. Yeah, some injuries, but McCaffrey was healthy last year. And the Niners are going to need him to be healthy. 
And then uh, offensively, I don't think there's a better left tackle, even at his advanced age than Trent Williams. That guy is a machine. You can you cannot rush him. Literally, he'll bowl you over, and then he's got the athleticism and handling the best pass rusher in foot. So Trent Williams is really good. George Kittle, I mean, he might not be Travis Kelsey receiving wise, but he's the best blocking tight end in football. Football. And toward the end of last season, he caught a lot of touchdowns. Niners don't win some of those games without George Kittle's touchdowns. And it seems like when Kittle gets the ball, good things happen. I mean, might not be what happened in New England and Tampa when Brock got the ball, but George Kittle's energy, George Kittle gets the energy of the Niner team going forward. And he might not be catching the ball. It might be blocking somebody buddy, on a run play because, I mean, Travis Kelsey's the best side in football, but you're not going to see him block up the field. George Kittle's got no problem sticking his nose in there and blocking the best defenders. And then wide receiver-wise, Debo Samuel can do... Debo Samuel can be part receiver, part running back, part return man. Yeah, he's got some injuries. Who doesn't in San Francisco, but I mean, uh, Depot's uh, really good. And Kyle Shane can find ways to get in Debo the ball in key times. And Brian Ayuk, maybe the most unheralded guy, doesn't get the pub of Kiddo, Debo, or CMC. can do a lot of everything, be a 1,000, 1,200-yard receiver, especially in offense, which doesn't really rely on the passing game like Kansas City, Buffalo, or a few or Cincinnati. And then defensively, uh let's see, uh Nick Bolsa, he's pretty good. Maybe the best pass coach on football. Fred Ward. Warner. Probably the best linebacker on all football. Yeah, the San Francisco 49ers, if you look at them from the roster construction, have fought probably possess the best roster in football. They also have one of the best offensive minds in football. I think we can all agree. Kamashan can develop plays like few, if anybody, the game has ever seen. Now, I know what fans San Francisco will say. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. But plenty of great coaches haven't won Super Bowls. Malf Levy never won a Super Bowl. Don Coriel never won a Super Bowl. Bill Cowell forever and ever didn't win a Super Bowl until Super Bowl 40 in Detroit. Dan Reeves never won a Super Bowl. Andy Reid didn't win a Super Bowl in Philadelphia or Kansas City until Mahomes against San Francisco a few years ago. It's hard to win Super Bowls. And would you argue in those games, Sam, that Kyle Shan's been in a quarterback deficit whether the Super, Super Bowl of the Falcons gave away a 28-3 lead against the Wing? I think we all agree Tom Brady's better than Matt Ryan. Or the Super Bowl where Jimmy G and the Niners blew a 10-point fourth-quarter lead against Mahomes. Or even in 2021 NFC title game, 
where Stafford and the Rams beat Garoppolo. And then last year's NFC title game where the Niners really didn't have a quarterback, but most of the second half. So, I mean, there's a lot you like about Purdy. I think the question is, in its quarterback-driven league, are the Niners capable of winning a Super Bowl a second-round quarterback? Because there's a reason why quarterbacks in the first round seemingly win Super Bowls. They've got more talent. I mean, Pat Mahomes is far more physically gifted than Brock Purdy. And while the Niners seemingly will go with Purdy as their quarterback, if the Niners play Philadelphia, Dallas, or any of teams, what heck, make the Super Bowl and face Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert. They'd be at a severe quarterback disadvantage. Yeah, Kyle Shan might be a genius, but, but can the Niners win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? 25, 30 years ago, when it was based on a running back and defense, maybe. Now, I'm not sure. Are the Niners failing to win the MC West? Yes. Are they the favorite? Can they reach Las Vegas? Yes. And if so, probably have a large fan support, but I'm not sure the Niners are a Super Bowl front run. Heading from the Bay Area to Seattle, where the Seahawks were not sleepless in Seattle last year, but they were actually pretty decent. I mean, Pete Carroll trade Russell Wilson, but got Geno Smith to the playoffs. I mean, Geno was really good last year, better, a lot better than anybody else thought he would be. I think the question is, was that just a one-year fluke, or can Geno be a decent quarterback? Because... There's a lot to like about this Seattle team. Ken Walker was a really good second-round pick last year. We all know what uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lock can do. Adam Jackson, Smith, and Jake Ball. Two good young tackles on either side. And then on defense, Adam Devin Witherspoon is still a little concerned about Seattle's pass rush. But the Seahawks have got a lot of talent. I mean, yeah, more expectations. People, Everybody's got a year of film with Gino. But it looks like Pete Carroll and John Steiner have done a great job taking the picks from Russell Wilson and making something out of them. And uh, while I don't think Seattle's a Super Bowl team, could they be a playoff team, especially in a in a weak NFC? Yes. I mean, I don't think the Seahawks are good enough to handle San Francisco. The Seahawks were overmatched in all three games last year. And... Um, if still have a lot of young pieces, maybe next year, but I think the Seahawks are a potential playoff team, but we'll see. Walker, a lot of tra- travel as usual. I think the most interesting team this year will be in the division could be the Rams because the expectation could be all over the place. Some might have them really high, some might have them really low. I think the question is how healthy and motivated on Max, Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald. Because we know what Aaron what Aaron Donald can do when Aaron Donald's at his best, there is no better defensive player in all football. Heck, there might be not be a better football player, and that includes quarterbacks. But 
I mean, they've been rumors about him retiring for the last couple of years, even after the Rams won the Super Bowl over Cincinnati a year and a half ago. Secondly, Matt Stafford is on the wrong side of 30. He's dealt with some injuries. And seemingly when he played last year, wasn't near his 2021 form. So how healthy would he where where staff would be. Cooper Cup's fine. He's fine. I think Cooper Cup's fine. I mean, before his injury last year, Cooper Cup was his same self, leading the league and receiving. He was was Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, everybody else. And I think Cooper Cup's fine. I am a little befuddled. The Rams really haven't Sign a lot of big free agents, spent a ton, got a ton of draft picks, but not a first rounder. Rant, I mean, are the Rams going for the playoffs this year? Will they make a move for Dalvin Cook down to the Vikings for Leeson? Or the be a playoff team? Or the Viking or the Rams tanking for Caleb Williams or Drake May? We'll see because. I don't think Sean McVay came back to be a 3 and 14 team. I think the Rams are going to be competitive this year, whether they're the same team or two years ago. Goodness knows. I mean, still I own, still relying on Aaron Donald. The offensive and defensive lines have got to be better. And uh, the Rams need another wide receiver besides Cooper Cup because he can't catch every pass. So. We will see what happens. And then Arizona this year, obviously big changes. Cliff Kingsbury gone. New head coach from the lead, John and Gannon, the defense coordinator from the Eagles. So big question for Arizona this year is how much, if at all, will Kyle Murray play this year? Because towards ACL in December, probably not ready for the start of the year. I think it's a question mark whether he plays even first half the year. And if the Cardinals are as bad as most people say they are, will Tyler even play this year? Because that's an interesting question in itself. Obviously, Arizona made the big trade with Houston going back in the draft, then moving to take. Paris Johnson, the tackle from Ohio State. So, a lot of, I mean, Arizona also released DeAndre Hoffman, so there's big changes there. And potentially a murky quarterback situation. I mean, I don't think Arizona would be that good anyway. I mean, but if you look at Arizona-wise, if the corners are struggling, do you play Kyle Murray? Because that could be the difference in winning or losing a couple games. I mean, if the corners win this year, this and Kyle looks fine, do they cut bait with Kyle? Do they keep him or potentially look at getting Caleb Williams or Drake? Maybe because with how bad Arizona is likely to be, they could get one of the quarterbacks. And also, you look at even if the Cardinals, if Kyle Murray looks like his old son, could the Cardinals potentially look at getting Marvin Harrison because Marvin Harrison's probably going to be a top three or four pick in the, in the next April's draft. So 
I think Arizona is going to be a weird, a weird team. Might be a team you look at as a tanking team. Might be a team. Might be a team if you're in uh, DFS circles, you play, you play a lot of people against. Maybe if you played them, if you're Week 17, you've got the Philadelphia Eagles. They're in a meaningful game against Arizona. Might be a team I. I have fly on because I don't think Arizona will be that great this year. I think the Colonists are going to be one of the two or three Wolves teams in the league. Um, you know, I've got something funny, so I'm trying to think uh, without Alex today, what would be a fun, fun game to remember? Hmm. How about the 2016-6-6 tie between the Seahawks and Cardinals? And you know what was weird about that game? I think there were three missed kicks. I mean, Chandler Canizal missed one, missed the chip shots. Then I remember Stephen Houskin missing a chip shot. It was crazy. It was weird. Like, nobody, like, nobody did anything that game. That was a game we thought could shoot out. And it said in turned into the Washington kickers missed chip shot field goals. It was just odd, but it was, it was a crazy primetime game. And I'm thinking, what is going on? <laughs> That's a game I want to remember, and then I don't want to remember at the same time. So there are some meaningful primetime games. I mean, you want to remember, I think, being a Jack fan, anybody could remember the uh, 27-0 comeback against the Chargers. The um, Seattle-Arizona game might not be that way if you're in the desert or the Pacific Northwest. So who do I see winning the NFC West? This is San Francisco's division. The Niners have got the best coach, best roster, Foster. While maybe a little, while Brock Purdy might not be Joe Montana, I think the 49ers are going to win this division convincingly. I think Seattle could be decent. Seattle and LA could be decent. And then the Cardinals are going to be uh, at the bottom of the bear looking at the number one pick. So I like San Francisco to win this division. If the Niners stay healthy and get a home field throughout the playoffs, That'd be a big difference playing an NFC title game in Santa Clara than playing in Philadelphia or Wallington. But um, thank you for turning into today's NFC West preview, and uh, I'll be back with more soon.